RACQ Roadside Assistance is your road trip must-have. With 700 statewide rescue vehicles on hand, RACQ will help get you to where you'd rather be. Visit racq.com forward slash roadside. I can't believe I've survived this. This is my greatest test, my Everest. The whole week and a bit in a vehicle with you Muppets. It's finally here, the last day, AB, of the Tiny Towns Tour. We are in the official geographical centre of the great state of Queensland. Welcome to Jurassic Park slash Mudabara. It's been a pleasure to be stuck in the middle with you, my friend. Mudabara has a population somewhere between 100 and 200 people only, depending on who you ask. Mostly, though, heaps of dinosaur skeletons. The Mutabarasaurus, the discovery site of that's right here. Mutabara. This is not a place I had on my bucket list for 2023. Here we are to round out the year, to round out the rush hour. One final show, the last stop on the Tiny Towns Tour. We've ended up in the tiniest of teeny tiny tiny towns with the biggest of mascots what are they compensating for let's find out triple m's rush hour with ab and elliot's tiny towns tour oh we've made it baby not without a couple of hiccups but it is the final day of our tiny towns tour all thanks to racq we were meant to be staying in Hewenden tonight that is officially cancelled we'll get there ab hello. isn't that just the way that it goes yep these dirt back roads can't always rely on them, but when we get the rain, we love it. Producer Luke. I've gone full country, by the way. You, I yeah, love it. Every yeah, time it rains, mate, I'm you, excited. You're dressed in a city romper and you've got city sandals on. You haven't gone full country yeah, at all. Yeah, it's too hot to wear my RMs. Here we go. Luke, I'm wearing my RMs. Luke, what are you talking about? Always looking dazzling. I actually found there's a corner shop next to the exchange where we're broadcasting from, and they had, uh, I think it was $20 hats <laughs> that say, what's my hat say? Mudabara. Centre of Queensland. They're outstanding. There's a maroon one. They're really nice. One. Yeah, well, there's one in there if you want to buy one for your husband. And what I love is that they're deep dish for heads with massive brains inside. So mine, mine You mean a lot beautiful. of air? There uh, was a maroon one and a blue one, yeah. and you chose the maroon one. You know what I thought is our footy club is maroon. Right. So I thought, well, I can wear my footy club kit and the hat all rolled into uh, one. Or you've yeah. just no, been in the depths no, of Queensland no. that now Finally you've gone come full over. I bleed blue. Uh, this man does not. Chappie is going to join us inside 20 minutes. Chappie yes. apparently is the resident been here forever guy. Yep. He's got a yarn. Knows everything, guy. Apparently. Knows everyone, guy. Apparently there was a shooting here. Yes. Way, way back when. Yeah, and Chappie's got the details. Uh, cha- all right. A bit of true crime in Mudabara up next. I hope Chappie's not like Hawksy uh, yesterday in Longreach who dropped an F-bomb even with 12 warnings of not to. <laughs> Took us off air, actually. Well done. Uh, well, Chappie, yeah, inside 10 minutes or so. But coming up next on Triple M's Rush Hour, we stayed at the Mitchell Grass Retreat last night in Longreach. Five stars under the stars. AB, though, her first ever camping experience. Experience, set up your swag and everything. It went pair very quickly. You're going to hear how that all played out straight after this. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. All thanks to RACQ. We are on the final day of our Tiny Towns Tour. It started way back in Brandon near Air, then on to Serena, then on to Clermont, Alpha. Yesterday in Longreach, today we are at the Exchange, which is in Mudabara, a beautiful little pub we're set up in here. And we are shouting the bar for the people that are here. We are shouting the bar for the next little while as well. So, irresponsibly. Have There's currently two people yes. sitting in it and yeah. I think that they yeah. could get it done individually. Well, they've already racked up half the bar. <laughs> Stop it. So, um, here's the deal. Last night at the Mitchell
Tillgrass uh, Retreat in Longreach. It's a beautiful place. You need to check out the Instagram website. It's these... I don't know. How do you describe it, Producer Luke? Glamping like, tents. They are glamping tents. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're tents that have been done up yep. as if they're hotel yep. rooms. They've got air conditioning in them, yep. fridges, everything. A bath with the, the Himalayan salt. It's oh, yeah. special. Anyway, well, that was for me. That was for Luke. That was for our, our great tech, Brad. AB, you said you always wanted to try camping. So last night, we actually set you up. Uh, you had your first ever camping experience. All you had was a swag and a shovel. Nothing. Nothing else. And the night sky. And the beautiful night sky. There were some kangaroos about, yep. some wild dogs in the background. Apparently, brolgas are weirdly vicious. I didn't know Emus. that. It's got to be the most cruel yep. and unusual punishment to make you someone said. camp while other people glamp right. next to them. You said it was your dream. We were making There were conditions to said dream. Come okay? true. You had, should have read the T's and C's. Unfortunately, there was a hiccup to said dream. Let's have a listen. We've just had dinner and come back to the Mitchell Grass Retreat. We've been here about 15 minutes. And it's actually, it, it's quite nice because it's the quietest AB has ever been. But I do worry that means she's been eaten by something. So we're walking a little bit away from where our glamping had to set up. Okay, Cash? No. <laughs> You can't breathe in this thing. It's like well, so hot. I'm not going to lie to you. You're not meant to zip it all up over your head like you're in a body bag. So you're meant to have your head out. Well, you, you can have your head in, but you don't need to zip it. What if a snake or something comes to my face? This was your dream, mate. You told me all no, year. No, that... not my dream wasn't let me camp for the first time while other people glamp around me. What What do you want from us then? To do this as a crew. Oh, that's not going to happen. In better climate. So, in better condition. Climate. It was hot and longish today. It, it'd now be like low 20s. It's actually beautiful yeah. outside. Look, it's pleasant. I'm just definitely afraid. Of what? There's only snakes in here. Apparently, brolgas are bad. I think there's wild dogs that I heard earlier too. But you'll be fine, mate. We'll see you a bit later. I've heard like a lot of really sketchy noises. Right. What do you want to do? Can I show you bathroom real quick. You're not sleeping in my room. I'll give you this. If you were to come back to the campsite, you could sleep in producer Luke's room, but I'm not having you. Thanks, Luke. No. <laughs> All right. Let's we go. tried. We did 15 minutes of camping. It's about all she's good for. Don't ever whinge about wanting to go again. Trust me, I won't. Did she, out of all that, the thing I'm most interested in, when she slept on your couch last night, did she do that weird thing where she tapes her mouth shut so she doesn't snore at night? So weird. Oh, my God. You're lucky that I didn't kick my foot in my sleep, which I also do, and then I scream bloody murder because I cramped my leg. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It was a good night last night. It's fine. We tried. Thanks to our friends at Mitchell Grass Retreat. Our final stop on our Tiny Towns Tour, all thanks to our friends at RACQ, is Madhavara. And uh, we've been really lucky to meet some legends everywhere we've gone throughout the state so far. Uh, Hawksy yesterday in Longreach, um, the first time we've had to use the F, F-bomb sensor. for a special button for Hawksy. Boss Nate has never sweat so much in his life back in the studio. Uh, so excited from Madhavara to have with us a, a gentleman that's been here since the mid-60s. Hello, Chappie. How are you, mate? Um, good, mate. How yourself? Really well. Appreciate your time. I know you've got some great stories to share. Before we get there, when you arrived, and, and I suppose keeping you here till 2023, what do you do with yourself, and, and, and what do you love about this place? Oh, I just love the, the area. The work was here when I came here as a driver, and yep. 
and I uh, went truck driving as well. And people around here really good. Uh, the work was here, so I stopped here. Understandable. Now, there's a lot of history in towns like this, and in particular pubs like this. Can you tell us, for the true crime buffs of Queensland, about the shooting that happened here at the Exchange Hotel? Oh, yep, yep, I can tell you a bit about that. I was here playing coach with the person that done the shooting with the boys that got shot. So, um, actually, uh, I was truck driving in, we were playing coits, and he, could we beat him at coits? He said to his mates, he said, I'm going to go out and get a rifle and shoot you. And didn't take much notice of it and that. And I thought, well, I'm trucked on that. I've got to go home. So yeah. I jumped up and away I went. And only just got home and the policeman come down and he said, where's your rifle? And I said, oh, down the shed. He said, well, go and get it and put it under your bed. And I said, why? He said, oh, that fella you were just playing coach with, he shot his mate. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what, what the, the bloke that did the shooting, did, did they find him after it? How did that all unfold? Oh, you know, he'd he done a little bit of a rally around here, shot young Stuart was over there on the floor near the bar there where he shot him. Then there's another young fellow here, Jeff White, that was with him. Yep. Well, he took off down the back and he went looking for him. And as he was going down the corridor here, the publican was walking up. Yeah. And he stuck the rifle into his stomach and then he looked up at his face and he said, oh, sorry, mate, wrong fella. And away he went again. And then he came back and shot this poor devil again. He'd already shot him in the head sort of thing. He shot him in the leg so he couldn't chase him. Uh, he then went out and stole a motor vehicle off the front of the street here. Yeah. He, he couldn't get it into reverse gear, so he put it in low and jumped it up on the footpath, done a wheelie and took off. And how long did it take the coppers to get him? Well, he went down the Crodmore Road to Longreach. Yeah. And they caught him down at Camula, which is about three quarters of an hour away. The rest of his life in jail, do you know? Or? Uh, to my knowledge, now yeah. he died in jail. Yeah, wow. well, you'd hope so. That's murder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. I'm going to have to have a scour around the pub to see if any of those bullet holes still exist. There's still a bullet hole over there in the window there behind. Uh, there was no pensioner bloke here at the time, and yeah. he was that terrified. He went into room one, and he was hung up by the fingers and toes under the bed. Poor old fella. Yeah. Oh, chappy. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Is it a much more civilised crew now today, this group here? What We're not going to expect any riffraff? <laughs> well, that's bloody hope not. I'll have to go home and get my gear if they are. <laughs> Oh, brilliant, Chappie. Well, look, we're going to get you to stick around next. Uh, every single tiny town we have been to so far, we have been pitting all of the mayors and the unofficial mayors against each other. You're not the mayor, but a lot of people will call you the unofficial mayor of Matterborough. <laughs> so we're going to take a slap at that. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Our tiny towns tour, our last stop today. You can hear there's a bit happening here at the Exchange in Matterborough. We are the literal centre of the beautiful state of Queensland. Um, look, I've had a wonderful time, AB producer Luke. For the purpose of my liver, I'm excited to get home. We've been at a lot of pubs and hotels. Uh, I've got my partner's Christmas party tomorrow night, which <laughs> And then you're heading off to the States You love for a month. an excuse yeah. to get out of things. This is the oh, perfect one. I've just... Um, I've, Oh, my body, I think, is saying, help! And I, and I haven't listened to, it, listened to it once this week. Okay, well, I will yeah. say, being in the centre of Queensland, the yeah. geographical centre, it's got me a little bit sentimental. I'm right. very proud of my Queensland heritage, and I thought as a team, we should do something special to make this moment stand in history for us forever. <laughs> An ode, if you will. 
pledge allegiance to Matabara and the centre of this great state in which we stand. We pledge to never again insult the golden juices from our great state by sipping back woefully overrated craft beers made by in Sydney. 4X Gold and Great Northerns will be the only drops that will pass these lips. Uh, we pledge to only have good juices and 4X and Great Northerns. We pledge to tell every New South Welshman, regardless of what they're actually talking about, that they just don't get it. I won't do that. I am from there. We pledge to bow down to our Queensland overlords, JT, Bindi and Robert Irwin, of course, and the people's champ, Scotty Minto. I I pledge allegiance to those people. I pledge to bow down to Robert Irwin and Scott Minto. I like them the most. (laughs) And finally, the soundtrack of Queensland must always be pumping. None of that pixie garbage recorded in a tin can in Adelaide. We pledge to only listen to the best born and bred Queensland bands. We pledge to only listen to Powderfinger and the one guy from Savage Garden, everyone knows, Darren Hayes stuffed the other bloke. <laughs> now the final steps, Elliot, if you yeah. want to seal the deal, we need a sacrifice. Please hand me your Newcastle Knights jersey to be burnt and buried six feet under. You can have my shoe. <laughs> Just to make it more special, we were at the exact centre of Queensland. Matarabara have a beautiful monument built there. And we stood around that as a group mm. in the boiling hot, windy somehow at the same yeah, time. Sorry, I climate. Just, <laughs> it I, was insanity, but it was beautiful at the same time. Tears streaming down my face with Queensland pride. I was just very confused because, like, the wind was blowing in my face, the hair was going everywhere, and I couldn't hear a thing you were saying. Either. So you just agreed to a bunch so of I stuff. You know? Yeah, well, too yeah. bad. It was, and it's that, it's that, you know, that hot, dry wind that punches you in the face too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, that's a it's all right, New South Wales. You just don't get it. The Get what? <laughs> hot wind. Anything. There's plenty of hot wind coming out of you this trip. Did set the amount of pubs we've been at. Live across Queensland on Triple M, the rush hour with AB and Elliot on our final day of our tiny towns tour. Thanks to RACQ. We are in Matabara at the exchange today. I tell you what, shout out to the, the server and convenience store next door. We met uh, Fiona before, who actually helped us out. We're meant to continue on to Huendon tonight. Some of the roads are cut. So we're staying right here in Matabara. Um, also sold us the best looking hats I've ever seen in my life. They, say they Mat- are incredible. They are. Matabara, centre of Queensland. I'd say go and buy one. I think we bought them all as, as a team. Yeah. There's, there's six that have been purchased. So um, some great locals around. We met Chappie earlier. You've got to hear his story of the shooting in this very pub from way back when. You catch it by the listener app. But joining us now, more history to dive into. Um, this lovely lady and her husband, poof, enriched in Matabara history. Hello, Pearl. How are you? Very well, thank you, and welcome to Matabara. Yep. <laughs> thank you so much for having us. What's your story? Before we get into the discovery of, of what your husband, Doug, had, uh, how long have you been in Matabara and what brought you here? I was a teacher and transferred here. I've been here now 67, 65 years. Have the locals told you you're now a local? Is that you've ticked all the boxes? I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think she earned, earned it, that's for sure. Can you tell us about your husband's work and how the Matabarasaurus came to be? Well, my husband worked for his family as a, in the butcher's shop. He had to find the killer for the day. He was out over the Channel country and he... Uh, saw this unusual setup of the stones on the on the banks of the creek of the channel and he just kept riding on but it got the better of him so he came back got off his pony and had a look around and he saw it was just too too much in a 
equal setup. So he picked up a piece, put it in his saddlebag and brought it home. And when he got home, he said, uh, I found my beast, but I've got a, I found a dinosaur. And I laughed. <laughs> he knew. And I laughed. And I said, do you have a touch of the sun? Because it was, a, it was a, like our hot days we've been having. Yep. He said, no. He took this out of his bag and he said, go with me. Don't drop it. So anyhow, we took it inside, we wrapped it up and got to the mail and sent it straight to Brisbane. And Brisbane said, uh, oh, this is about, took them about three weeks, nearly a month to say, you've got something, can you go and photograph it? And Doug said, I'll try. But, oh, no. I said, well, our rivers are in, we're flooding, we don't know where the channels are. So anyhow, he got on his pony, he went over the two bridges, he had to swim his pony through two channels to find it, but the waters hadn't reached it. So he took photos of it, got home, we had to send the film to belong, which to be developed, and back to us, onto Brisbane, and wait for them. Because our, communi- our mail service is very limited out here. And then it wasn't until towards the uh, middle of December they rang up and said, we're coming out to get it. And Doug said, you can't, because we're already in flood. They didn't come out till the April of 63, when they came out and got it. And they, they collected about 51 or 21 crates and yep. took them back to Brisbane. Wow. When they got back to the old museum in Brisbane, they just set everything up on big trestles. Everything was numbered as they do when they find these things. And they number every, every little piece they find in the little, little squares. And they said to the people, if you go past the tables, see if you can match the parts. And they were surprised that a number of people could match a number 11 with a number 12 or something like that. So that this went on then till later on in the year. And they, the uh, archaeologist or the geologist and that, Alan Bartholomew, was the head of the museum at the time. And they didn't, Doug didn't find the head because when they're picking up a big piece of sandstone, here was the head. And that just, they couldn't believe what they had found, a, a, almost a complete head of the dinosaur under wow. this rock. And to, the only thing they could do, they had to use dentist drills to try and clean the sandstone off the, off the bones. And when they found it, they had an unusual bulb on top of the, just above the beak. It had a little beak-like uh, head. And they didn't know what it was. And as they were drilling, they found it was a hollow. So I thought that must have been his communication, his honk, to kind of catch up with the rest of his mob. Must be an interesting looking animal. <laughs> it was. And they sent information, yeah. sent photos all around the world, but no one tell us what it was. So anyhow, it wasn't until the end of 83 that they said, Doug, you've got a fair dinkum dicky die Aussie. And he's the most complete, 99.9% complete dinosaur ever found in Australia. And it's been found in Matterborough. Yeah. We've now been nominated the Geographical Centre of Queensland. It's just a wonderful thing. He says, well, Matterborough's on the map. And that's, it felt him, he was so proud about it. He wouldn't, he never skited about it, but my grandchildren, that's all they did, boasted about it. We go somewhere, oh, we don't believe you, don't believe you. (laughs) 
and we'd go somewhere, especially with the older grandson. Yeah. Granddad, come here quick. So he thought, didn't know what was going on. He thought something might have happened to me because I was with the grandson. Would you tell them all about the dinosaurs? So he'd, he'd give his story. Well, pe- we- people are going to have to, and I'm so sorry, Pearl, we've got to pay some bills as commercials in a second, but people are going to, we're going to post some photos on Rush Hour QLD, two of the things that we've seen in Matabara, some more information on the Matabarasaurus. You're a wonderful human being, and I wish we could have five or six hours on the Rush Hour with you. It sounds like your husband, Doug, was a wonderful man as well. We, number one, we want to thank you for welcoming us to the region and, and number two thank you for sharing such an incredible story of discovery too it's a really great place here yeah, yeah. no he's a wonderful person Th- thank he, you he's absolutely proud of Manabaris I put a, put the place on the map so yeah he did his. very well said good on you Pearl well Triple M's rush hour it is our final day we're meeting some some just phenomenal human beings you can catch up on all of our tiny towns tour via the listener app uh, coming up next we all dive into a little bit more of the history of this place including a bloke that basically put healthcare on his back. It's straight after this on Triple M. Matabara is the final stop. I tell you what, it's been a bloke at the bar all afternoon who's got a better beard than me. He's walking out the door he now. Does. But he's Can been, confirm. He's been eyeballing me all afternoon. Did, he, did Elliot make you leave because of the beard? Yeah, he's got a better rig than me. He's got a better <laughs> beard than me. I can tell he works harder than me. And I felt he's outed me all day. He's now standing outside the window just glaring as we go. <laughs> he looks like a Gary or a Barry or a Wayne. He's a Jeff. Jeff that yeah. was my next Should've guess. Known. It was Jeff. a four-letter name. Jeff, next time we come back to Matabara, I will one-up you with this beard, my friend. Of course, the Exchange Hotel where we are today, the gorgeous little town of Matabara. Obscure History with Elliot Lovejoy. I want to tell you a story today about one of the most incredible women I've ever heard of. I'll flash you back to World War II. In the 1800s, they attached bells to the coffin door and the arms of the people so if they're still alive, they'd hear a bell on top of the grave and they'd dig them out. Saved by the bell. That was... Literally ride shotguns. So the passenger would carry a shotgun in order to scare off robbers who might want to attack them. Now, AB, Luke, what we found in all the towns we visited, there's so many great people in the community and so many people in the past that have paved the way, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So all the locals today have been telling me about someone, all the locals have been helping, except for Jeff. Jeff can get stuffed uh, <laughs> about a doctor that used to live here. Uh, his name was Dr. Joseph Arada. Now, Joseph has since passed, but there's actually a... Uh, a museum in his name, which is the hospital museum, right near the centre of Queensland yes. Monument we were at today. I was reading more about this bloke before and a couple of locals text me some things too. This bloke for about 35 years was was almost the big dog in, in healthcare. He almost ran it single-handedly to right. make sure people in this region, it's only a town of a couple of hundred people, to make sure people in this town had access to whatever healthcare they might Jeez, need. that's which, a 24-hour job. Well, we know in 2023, and you talk about this all the time, OB, not to get too serious here, but people right across the whole state that we broadcast to are struggling to get doctors in places like Julia Creek for ages and, and even bigger centres like Gladstone, that kind mm, of thing. Mm. They don't have a hospital at all for maternity. Mm. Joseph Gladstone. was a living legend. So uh, he was the sixth child in a family of ten, uh, the son of a San Francisco-born father and a Tambo-born mother. I don't know the story of those two meeting. But Tambo to San Francisco is unbelievable. What a combination. Uh, He was here during the early 1900s. As I said, 30 
25 years spent in the region. His starting salary, Australian, about 750 bucks per year. Uh, he got a house included with that, unfurnished, though. And, and I've only spoken to maybe, let's say, 10 to 15 locals about him, but that was the first story they told me. It was about Joseph and then, obviously, the shooting that happened in the pub that yeah. we're in right now where there's still a bullet hole in the back, which is unbelievable. Mudaburra is the home of dinosaurs, and we're learning about the Mudaburrasaurus, the home of Joseph Arata and, and the home of the shooting at the Exchange Hotel, which is a great pub, by the way, where... I don't know what they put in the beers, but they do taste better. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot are hitting the road and going on a Tiny Towns tour. AB, producer Luke, the Tiny Town Tour rolls on. Where do we head next? RACQ Roadside Assistance is your road trip must-have. With 700 statewide rescue vehicles on hand, RACQ will help get you to where you'd rather be. Visit racq.com forward slash roadside. Yeah, look, we are on the final afternoon of our Tiny Towns Tour. The last stop, stop is Mudaburra, which is the geographical centre of this beautiful state. Last night spent in Longreach at the Mitchell Grass Retreat. And all this time we've asked you to uh, enter triplem.com.au for your chance to win a couple of nights there, $500 to spend, and also $150 to spend at The Branch, which is a, a restaurant we went to. It is outstanding. Oh, absolutely. So good. We actually just went to dinner there and they yep. said, you know what, we're going to chuck a dinner yep. voucher in. We ended up it's at the hospitality of Queensland. Breakfast and lunch too. Um, speaking to some people online that have entered at triplem.com.au. G'day, Christian. How are you, mate? G'day. How are you going? Really well. Whereabouts are you from? Uh, I'm in Mackay. Oh, nice. And, and the reason you've entered and who you want to head along with if you were to win? Oh, mate, we uh, we just moved to Queensland from New South Wales. We're trying to hit the road as much as we can. So we just need the reason one to, us. to pick a point one and shoot. Us. Finally. Finally, Christian. On. One of my own. You Hello. don't know that Christian isn't the type to hand that in straight away like a real no. man. Uh, now, Christian, you have re- listed in this that you want to help your wife get into camping. Can you tell us how putting her in a five-star accommodation is going to help transition that? Hey, look, it's, it's baby steps, right? It's um, put, put a nice hotel in the bush, and, and that's, that's the first step. Then we'll take the hotel away next time. Well, Christian, we straight up flat out lied to you, okay? Okay. Yeah, we're not here Stop to chat. It. We're here to give you this prize. You're heading along. You're going to the Mitchell Grass Retreat. $500 to spend, $150 to have dinner at the branch. You're heading along. Congrats. You beauty. Thank you. Now, now does this, I don't, know when, I don't know when your wife's birthday is, but does this mean Christmas is done? You don't have to do anything now? Mate, the wife's birthday is 16th of December. You are. Oh, oh you're October. kidding me. Job done. Job done. Don't worry. We won't, we won't tell her it was a prize. You can just say you bought it. Oh, this is, this is perfect. Unreal, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Congrats, so mate. Uh, well, happy birthday to your wife. Merry Christmas, all the good stuff. And, and make sure you send us lots of pics online uh, when you head along to Mitchell Grass, okay? Absolutely, yeah, of course. Thanks again, Ripper. It's always nice. Good on you, Christian. Always get nice getting a deserving winner and not a, well, not a ticket. You know what We I mean? have literally given prizes away on this show and the people yeah. are like, yeah, cheers. Yeah. Christian meant it. Christian I felt it in his core. Christian his knees Probably because his wife's birthday is so close to Christmas. True. This is a tough time of year for him. And he definitely hadn't shopped. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Live across Queensland on Triple M on the listener app as well. The Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Producer Luke is here. You. The final moments of our Tiny Towns all thanks to RACQ. We are done. We also 
done for the year, AB. I can't believe it. Yep. That's it for yep. the whole of 2023. Well, we don't deserve the applause. Thanks, Nate, back in the studio. 99.5% done. Tomorrow, Luke, we're going to play all our favourite bits yes. from this tour, correct? The best of the right. Tiny Towns tour, thanks to RAC. You know why? Because we didn't have a best of the year. So well, There then, wasn't enough material. It was hard to put together. So that means tonight we're responsibility-free and we can get absolutely slaughtered responsibly, uh, all yep. thanks to RACQ and yep. our boss's credit card <laughs> in Matabara at the exchange. Have a wonderful Christmas, New Year's, Merry everything Christmas. else. 22nd of January. We'll see you then.